Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Scott Anderson. How are you doing, Scott? And where are you hanging out right now? Oh, thank you. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for the uh, opportunity. I'm in the United States. I'm in uh, the Midwest, Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, it's winter and uh, it's COVID, sadly. And uh, yeah, yes, I wish I was where you are. My favorite place is in the uh, is in the north uh, northern part of Italy. And, oh, really? Uh, I hope someday to be back there. I hope soon. Yeah, we all hope that. So, and it's very close. I'm very close to Italy. It takes me just an hour to go there. So it's yes, really close to yes. Excellent. It's a pleasure having you here. Thank you. So Scott is founder and CEO of Double Dare, an executive coaching and consulting practice which dares entrepreneurs and executives to fully live their unique talent, passion, and purpose. Since 1982, Scott has managed closely held family businesses, launched four for-profit companies and sold them, and two not-for-profit organizations. He received his undergraduate degree from Brown University, graduated summa cum laude from the University of Nebraska at Omaha with a master's degree in clinical counseling and is a licensed mental health therapist. Scott is also certified as an executive coach by the Coaches Training Institute and the International Coach Federation. In 2007, Scott, uh, Scott founded at EaseUSA, that's www.easeusa.org, a research accelerator that develops and distributes leading-edge PTSD treatment technology for military families, first responders, survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault, and children recovering from abuse. Scott published his first book, Playing Big, in 2013. What a remarkable bio you have, Scott. <laughs> It's long anyway. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. And of, and of course, we will put all the details to get in touch with Scott in the show description. I know that you talk a lot about the importance of goal shedding. Why don't yes. you give us a quick overview why it's important to your ideal client before you answer the question, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yes. Well, the two, that's a great question. And they're both kind of connected. Mm -hmm. um, what entrepreneurs tend to do, what I have done, uh, having owned now nine companies, is uh, to try to keep adding every year, especially at the first of the year. We make resolutions to add even more goals mm -hmm. onto what was a completely swamped previous year. Uh, but the thing that we very seldom do is to consider shedding any of our previous activity and um, to really focus on the things that will that will have a direct impact on our on achieving our goals. Um, so instead, we tend to snowball. Uh, speaking of snow, we tend to snowball, <laughs> and uh, we come up with way more things than anybody can do, and we end up doing few of them very well. Mm. So goal shedding is really about determining what are the things that 
really will make a material, a measurable difference in our business and to try to shed all but maybe three or four of those goals. Mm -hmm. I understand. So, and who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, and this is the reason why goal shedding is so important. Mm -hmm. um, the people that I work with uh, are fabulously talented entrepreneurs And um, they have started a, a company or, or a couple of companies. Um, but their chief, their chief uh, issue seems to be normally uh, plateaued growth, um, where they've, they've grown the company past its infancy, dodged a lot of bullets, survived, and are clearly here to stay, but now are experiencing um, growth plateaus that are very frustrating and hard to get through. And typically, it's because there is the entrepreneur has too many things that they're focused on, mm -hmm. and they're not focused as a result on most with most of their energy on the essential thing that mm -hmm. will uh, break through growth plateaus, and also that will make life for the entrepreneur a lot more uh, fun and uh, sustainable. Mm. And so, are those the common mistakes, or are there other common mistakes they make when they try to solve that problem? Well, I've made every mistake in the book, and uh, and uh, personally, so I, uh, you know, there are there are so many mistakes that you can that you can make. Um, one of the mistakes that I've made, and some of my clients make, is mm -hmm. to not take dead aim on exactly what it is that they want. Um, mm -hmm. I was talking to a client the other day, for example, great business, great person, great leader, um, and his objective was to triple revenue, mm -hmm. and um, Which is which is fine, um, but you know what I asked them to do is to really calculate specifically to the dollar. You know what what exactly a home run year would look like, mm -hmm. and is tripling revenue enough? It sounds like a big number, but maybe it's not even enough. And almost more importantly, what will tripling revenue do to profit? Will we triple net net income as well, or mm -hmm. will we triple profit and have net income go down? So one of the mistakes I've made and, and I try to help my clients with is for them to take dead aim at precisely what they want. Once they've done that, then we can, we can create plans and systems that will, um, mm -hmm. that will mathematically uh, assure them that they'll get there. Um, but unless we do that, then if, if goals continue to be blurry and ill-defined, um, mm -hmm. then progress is usually slow. No, it's great. So it's excellent. It's always important to have that uh, kind of clarity before you really uh, tackle the things. And, you know, as you were talking about, you know, going to the next plateau, that's really important to have that kind of clarity, right? Exactly. So before I ask Scott, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with, uh, also with that issue? Absolutely. Um, another, another mistake that a lot of, um, a lot of well, that I've made in a number of businesses and learned the hard way, and that my clients sometimes make, um, is to not, not just focus on the result that they want, but mm -hmm. to focus specifically on uh, who they're serving and how they're serving them so that the, the message is crystal clear about what makes them different and what makes them unique. Um, I recommend to a lot of my uh, entrepreneur clients 
that they consider a, um, a niche strategy of some kind um, so that they can, so that they identify a niche where they have unique experience and can offer unique benefits. They're as a result of the internet and worldwide marketing. Um, you know, you can, you can hire a coach now. Uh, the good news is there, I can sell coaching to anybody in the world. The bad news is there are coaches from all over the world competing for the business. So I have to be able to articulate very clearly what it is that's unique about what I'm doing and about the specific problem that I solve. So one valuable thing that they can, uh, that your listeners can do if they want is uh, I wrote an ebook called Narrow Thinking, How to Broaden Sales and Profits with Niche Marketing. And I would be happy to send them that ebook. And it, and it does a good job, I think, of explaining the kind of counterintuitive idea that when you narrow your focus, you actually expand the opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, but being all things to all people is one of the mistakes I've made and I've seen a lot of my clients make. And as a result, they mean nothing to no one and, uh, and sales plateau or even drop. So, um, yeah, the book is called Narrow Thinking. And if they will email me, uh, and you'll provide the email address, but if Absolutely. they'll email me, uh, I would be happy to send them a free copy of that book. I think it's, it could be very helpful. Oh, that is very helpful. And uh, getting in touch with you personally, I also appreciate very much that you offer this uh, service. And uh, so that just includes, I guess, the, the valuable free resource that you uh, uh, can direct people to. And uh, besides that, um, You just shared that, uh, you know, having that clarity about your own positioning is very important in the market always. And if you want to sell to everybody, uh, you're going to sell to no one. So that's kind of exactly. like the gist of it. Exactly. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So true. You know, I'm, I'm working on a new website myself and nothing mm -hmm. is more humbling uh, than working on your own website. And One of the things I've realized, uh, and you know, the, the data doesn't lie, um, I've been generating lots and lots of, of visits uh, to my website as a result of VEO and social uh, SEO and, and social media marketing and all the things you're supposed to do. But the engagement at my site is not high enough um, for me to accomplish what I want to accomplish. And mm -hmm. it's humbling, but it's also a great uh, uh, quantitative measure that the reason for that is that I'm not hitting the nail on the head. You know, clearly my, my homepage and the headline on my homepage in particular is not landing as strongly as it should. And um, so I'm doing, I guess I eat my own cooking in this respect, right. um, but it's forcing me to go back one more time and to think, you know, who, who, is, uh, who are the people that I'm trying to help and how do I help them specifically? And, um, You know, a lot of times we spend money on website design or um, social media design and content design and so forth. But um, we don't probably spend nearly as much time on copy and on messaging. And um, uh, you're probably familiar with the story brand book, but it is so useful yes. and so helpful. No, I, I dig it. So it's 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 absolutely true. And, uh, you know, I like I really uh, very much like that you, are, you know, just said that we as entrepreneurs, we have to be also the marketers and we have to ask ourselves, I think sometimes, you know, at least every 90 days, 
am I going through with my message? <laughs> am I on the right path? Yes. Just, you know, it's always kind of like you're, you're, you're never kind of like, oh, finally, I've done the website and everything. So now I can just uh, leave it over there. That's yes. not how it works. And uh, I no. assume you agree with that, too. right? Oh, totally, totally. And that's one of the great beauties of Internet marketing generally, um, right. whether it's social media marketing or or website marketing or or whatever SEO. The fact is that we uh, it's a totally iterative process mm. and we can change our own destiny rapidly and dramatically by getting mm. the message right. And um, and again, by taking dead aim at a specific audience um, where we offer exceptional value. Mm. No, that's true. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value <laughs> to our audience? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy, that's a great question. You know, um, one of the things that uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if this would, I guess this is a question. One of the questions I, I would, I always ask people when I'm working with them is, um, you know, what is the, what's the hardest thing they've been through and how did they get through it? Because it tells me so much about the individual and uh, about what they care about, what their values are, what their passions are. And um, for me, one of the most difficult things um, that I went through was um, I sold, uh, I had an advertising agency for a long time and I sold mm -hmm. it. And the, um, I recognize now in, in hindsight that I should have sold the company uh, to my partners probably three years or four years earlier than I did. I mm -hmm. stuck around three or four years too long. Mm -hmm. And uh, I work with a lot of my clients on how to prepare their businesses to be sold or at least mm -hmm. to be managed by next generation leadership. We had great partners, a great succession plan. All of that was great. But I, um, I stayed too long. And as a result, and my interests were more in the direction of coaching and consulting something I'd built up in my advertising agency, but I should have done it sooner. And I allowed myself, I can see it now, I allowed myself to really get burned out and also burning out my teammates. Um, and today, obviously, workplace burnout is such a serious issue with Gallup reporting 62% of the American population anyway, workforce uh, reporting that they are always burned out. It's a very severe thing. And as I provide this kind of counsel to my clients about how to prevent and recover from burnout, it just makes me remember, you know, a hard time I went through where the, and also that it was really self-inflicted, unfortunately, and, mm. and also inflicted on my partners in a way that I regret. So um, that's been very, very interesting for me. And I've seen a lot of my clients go through similar situations with burnout and, um, I think that's such an important issue right now, but it's one I certainly went through personally. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And I think it's really in, uh, important to dive into the question. So what, what's it really like that motivates you? And, uh, you know, unless, you know, you're, you're not, we're not too, we're, we're, we're vulnerable. So we're humans. Yes. So, uh, you know, we're not the superhumans and we, we all have superpowers, of course. But, you know, you really have to, to be aligned with your internal certainty, as I would call it, um, to be also productive, effective, but in a, in a good measured way, so to speak. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yes. I agree. So 
Final question. When was the yes. last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Oh, I love that. I love that question. You know, I guess um, over the holidays, uh, so I have four children, um, but my middle son died uh, three years ago from mm, drug overdose. And uh, it it has been a, uh, as anybody who's been through it, um, knows it's just really difficult to recover from right. and um and i'm not sure you ever do completely recover but mm. over the holidays um you know i was with my my wife and our three children and mm. um it's been difficult for each of us in different ways but what i what i see is that that you know we are all in our own ways um uh probably learned a lot about ourselves that we would not have found out any other way and that we're all moving forward uh, each in our own way. And um, that gave me goosebumps for sure that um, that recovery from this kind of thing is possible and that um, the human spirit's pretty strong. And um, as a parent, I particularly, it gave me goosebumps to see that in my own children. Mm. I can feel that, Scott. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, it, my pleasure. It's really important. Thank you, Scott, for our conversation. It was a pleasure Not at talking all. to you. Thank you so much. It's great to meet you and uh, continued success. I really like your show. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.